Welcome to New Persuasive Words, a podcast of hope-seeking understanding. Join Scott Jones and Bill Bohr for an ongoing conversation about theology, culture, and politics. Funny, contentious, outrageous, there's something for everyone. And now, your hosts. Welcome back to New Persuasive Words. I'm Scott Jones. And I'm a reluctant Bill Bohr. A reluctant billboard. Like, this is something about your identity. You don't ever seem a reluctant billboard. Of all the things I want to talk about over the last how many months, this is the one. And I've already said off recording that you're right about this. Uh, and But I'm not, I'm not happy that you're right. Not because you're right. I'm not happy of the reality we live in. I am happy that we live under, that theoretically, we are a nation of laws. Uh, it helps if you're a white guy that cries. That's well, let's just say, you. Bill. Usually, like, look, we're 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 coming in too hot. Like, let's just, hey, we haven't recorded in, a few, in several weeks. Like, all right, well, we're coming in hot. You, you <laughs> prepped me. You, prim- you primed the pump. I'm sorry. Hello, everybody. Good to be back. I primed the billboard pump. Right. I'm actually was happily baking. I was happily baking. I was happily baking pumpkin pies, and then Scott calls and says, "We need to talk about this." Right, and I mean, look. There are many things uh, we could talk about, but this is uh, this is something that probably um, what did they what did Yamamoto said they 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 um, with Bill Board they uh, they woke the sleeping tiger. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that's 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 talk about the obvious. Okay, what right, we're talking about the Rittenhouse trial, right? Okay, and I think you have eloquently over the last couple of days when we've talked about this have stated uh, the facts. So. Um, Go ahead and, and restate the fact as 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 problematic as the law is, as problematic as the interpretation of the Second Amendment seems to be. Uh, given all that, nonetheless, it was uh, from your perspective, given the facts, it was the right verdict. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it was probably like. It, yeah, like th- 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 when you watch the videos and the evidence that I've seen and the stuff I've read and some friends who've followed the case more closely than I have and mil- from a mixed kind of political spectrum. I mean, it was not uh, just conservatives or liberals. It was a- an assorted host of characters who, you know, helped me look at the evidence. And I thought, look, I'm not a gun guy. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I, I've never owned a gun. I would not be interested in owning a gun. I'm a gun control person. I, I would, you know, there's, I, I'm a person that I've never seen a gun control law I didn't like. Mm-hmm. But if you look at, at the Wisconsin law, him running around, um, open carrying, now there is a law because he was underage. You could convict him on that, and that's right. that would be an open and shut case. That's a pretty minor, well, a relatively minor offense. I mean, it wouldn't right, given there, that there's no um, people are dead, no cachet for the yeah. prosecutor. Right, right. Um, but to to try this kid for murder, uh, it's clearly this was not murder. You know, it was. If you look at the videos, it was self-defense. Self-defense under the code of Wisconsin, the same state that gives right. Senator Ron Johnson. A lovely person. And, uh, and I mean, just a lovely and, legislator. And 
our new Wouldn't you love to get a Christmas card from him as your constituent, Ron our, Johnson, in front yeah. of the Christmas tree with his family? <laughs> and our new Wouldn't expert, that warm the cockles of your heart? And our new expert on COVID, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I always, uh, yeah, things are just lovely in Wisconsin right now. Um, so, yeah, so the trouble, again, I mean, the fact is that the law allows this underage guy to cross the state line with an AK-40 and uh, insert himself into a situation of civil wait, unrest. Wait, it was the AR-15. AR-15, I'm sorry. Forgive me. And by the way, I am a gun guy. I own guns, all right? And uh, I I actually also... You own a, do you own an AR-15? I do not own well, Why not? Why because the hell I, not, Bill? I was thinking about getting one for squirrel hunting, right? Because you really <laughs> need something like that for squirrel hunting or... Well, the thing is, you don't, to, you don't have to clean up the squirrel. No, that's right. It's just, that's it's just gone. That's true. I was, you know, when I, I when I was living, where the neighborhood I was living, the kind of firepower that was around me, I, I was thinking about one just, you know, to defend myself on the Fourth of July when, when there was uh, when there was a barrage of uh, of gunfire going on around me. No, um, but again, I I think see this is the problem is this okay um, when the law is enforced and. Uh, the the clear protections of the law are enforced, and whether it's a bad law or not, I would agree it's a bad law. But nonetheless, part of what it just exasperates everything is this is just another example of how white people um, get off get off, and and black people don't. I mean, you know. So, uh, and I think it just adds to the ongoing cynicism. I mean, again, I. Um, you know, fortunately, for instance, this, this week, the uh, governor of Oklahoma came through and uh, commuted a, a sentence of a man who was facing the death penalty where there is serious, serious, you know, um, questions about his innocence. Even the parole board said, don't do this. Uh, but he was just a couple hours from being executed. Um, if we have to remember, the incident that started this riot in Wisconsin was a was a young man being shot in the back. All right. So. I mean, I, again, I, I, I want, I, I want us to err on the side of, of the law. I want there to be equal protection under the law. Um, dude, I don't know if you saw Saturday Night uh, uh, Live. The Weekend Updates worth working, and Michael Che goes, uh, I want, you know, it showed him crying. Uh, on the stand and then showed Kavanaugh crying during the Supreme Court. He goes, I want to get some of this white man tear justice. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I, I see the thing about it is this, you know, this gets back to, and it's a good time maybe to remember our ideals, which are all under attack. Um, and by people who, you know, have been elected to serve us. Um, we, it's better to err on the side of leniency and justice than to convict somebody wrongly. Um, and that should be for everybody, regardless of your color, regardless of your rich or poor. We know it doesn't work that way. Okay. There was a wealthy young man in Buffalo uh, this week that was acquitted on four counts of rape. Uh, well, he wasn't acquitted. He was given eight years of probation. Okay. Um raped four girls over a period of uh, at, at their house at his house as a party um you know if he was of different socioeconomic class if he was a different color um that would have turned out differently and that, that's just that's just statistically true and so i think 
that's the thing about it. I mean, this is this is an example where I agree with you. We want to err. We want to support the law because that's what we are. We're a nation of laws. But it also reminds us the yeah the, the total insanity of the way the Second Amendment's interpreted. Uh, again, all these strict, uh, you know, all these strict interpreters. Uh, what's what's I just lost the technical term. Um, if you, the intent, the, the people, if you go by the what you said, the, oh, original, the originalist, originalist, right? <laughs> yeah, they're originalists, except when it comes to the Second Amendment, right? Uh, but uh, maybe someday a militia will will do them well. But nonetheless, uh, but the law is the law, okay? And we want there to be fair trials. Again, I think we want this to be for everybody, and and that's the problem in our country right now. It's not. Is that fair? Yeah, well- yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And I think like the difference is I think that the fact that this case so I think there's there's one of two ways we could do this, right? We could say, well, look, it's not fair. And so we should retributively bring Kyle Rittenhouse down to because lift up because society isn't fair. We should not in, we should not enforce the law here. Is that what right. you're saying? Yeah. Right. That basically we should we should pu- we should punish Kyle Rittenhouse for this for the institutional race well, for the sins. sins of for the sins of America. Right. Right. And you know what? Like he's he's not a good Jesus figure. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't see him walking down the Via Della Rosa. <laughs> I mean, imagine walking down the Via Della Rosa. Can I get my counsel here? <laughs> Welcome with, his, with, his, with his rifle, right? You know, exactly. come, on, Roman. Right. come on, Roman. He's crying, he's crying before Pontius Pilate and saying, come on, come on. <laughs> Look, I was I had 12 guys with AR-15s marching towards Jerusalem. Come on. It's my <laughs> Jerusalem right. Come on. <laughs> no, but I think we shouldn't. We, we can't look for some kind of angry, vengeful. No, I, no, I, I, I yeah, I, I don't believe in. Uh, I mean, corrective, you know, corrective justice, retributive is, justice, retributive justice is. Uh, um, yeah, that's I. I don't believe. I don't believe in that. Um, um, now, I think there are times where there could be. I mean, I think there can be economic reparations like i like that for instance georgetown university acknowledged that they had you know their some of their construction had been done by slaves and so they offered a scholarship program for descendants of the folks who worked on i like that kind of thing i like that kind of of thing but um rittenhouse should not die for the sins of the injustice in america um yeah but i i think uh i think he's going to be spending a lot of time in court going forward, at least in civil court. I think this is not going to be over. And the other thing is he, uh, for the rest of his life, um, I mean, the thing, all these people are rallying around him. They, I hope they do realize that they are damning him to hell. You know, the, the folks who are, are, are saying you did a good thing, you're a hero. Uh, you might as well just escort him right down to the gates of Hades with that. I mean, that doesn't help his soul. And, you know, you've watched a little bit more. You, I haven't watched any of it. So, you said he does seem to have remorse. Did he? Did he say he was yeah, sorry? He actually, killed. Did he say he was oh, sorry yeah. he killed those guys? Yeah, and I actually talked with um, a, a liberal friend uh, from L.A. who's an actor, and he said, "Look, there's no way this kid could have faked 
those tears the way he did. He said, I'm an actor and I'm a professional. I'm a trained actor. And there's just no way. He said, and he said, if this kid could fake it, he should get an agent and move to Hollywood. That's his future because this kid's the best actor of all time. Which it's it's also possible. I mean, he might be the best actor of all time. I mean, it, it could be, but I think Or he could get a job with Alec Baldwin handling his There you go. <laughs> they could they could do a tour, the bald the Baldwin written house remorse tour. Yeah, jeez. That's another I mean, trip. that's another thing. It's it's a lesser story, but but how do you not um you know how do you not check those guns? Well, yeah, I don't, you know, I've not been five. First of all, a young woman with a promising career is dead uh, because she's doing her job. So someone, the lack of safety on those things, someone needs to address that. I, I don't know enough to, you know, uh, I mean, I, I will say like the, the original, the first stories was Alec Baldwin kill or shoots, shoots director on the set. I mean, Oh my gosh, the times we live in. So here's the thing. Okay, how much – so your prediction, will there be riots this evening? Well, I know that the local activists – I don't think there will be any riots from people from the town. I think they've done a good job. I, I did listen to some of the, the religious leaders in town. So I don't think you're going to have uh, violence from the local people. That doesn't mean there won't be people um, – there won't be outside agitators, which we know. I mean, it happened in Philadelphia, you know, when some of the stuff was going on here um, back in 2020. So there was – oh, I'm not in Philadelphia. I, I, I know I, I keep thinking I'm still there, but I'm not. But um, we know that happened in other places. So I, I actually think that they've done a lot of work in the community. But you can't prevent – obviously, there was outsiders that caused this mess in the first place. So uh, I would hope – I would hope – I would hope – there too many people have already lost their lives on this, and too much bitterness is already there. So I hope not. Um, and, I, you know, I mean, again, I, I think being a – I've known a lot of really fine police officers, um, and I've known of some really awful ones. And I, I think um, this is where law enforcement um, – Law enforcement needs to do a better job. Uh, and again, I, you know, I, there was just a horrible incident that happened last fall in, in near where, you know, Delaware County, where I spent many years, uh, uh, where three people or two people, one person was killed, two people were injured by police gunfire, responding, shooting into a car, the wrong car, when there was two guys, two kids shooting each other. And, you know, th this kind of, uh, this kind of amateurish, uh, uh, think cost people lives. Uh, so I, I think, I hope, I hope law enforcement has learned something there as well in that community. So we can only hope for peace tonight. And, uh, it's, um, it's good though. It's good talking to you. It's good being back. Uh, even though I didn't want to talk about this, you made me. Well, we got to talk about it. No, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm not as optimistic as you are about, well, you didn't say right. I was hopeful. I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I, right. I think that activist groups on all sides are kind of planning. I mean, this is the problem with our judicial system. It becomes vicarious for political and moral change. Well, that's so we we take these trials. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I don't mean activists in a negative sense. Okay. Right. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's usually, I think agitators. There's are agitators. Hey, there's agitators, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Agitators. But there are people on 
both sides of the verdict. You know, that are um, the good people on all sides. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back, President I Trump. Think, I think Trump could have been there, like, at the end of World War II, after we won, Trump would have gone, there were good people on both sides. <laughs> there were a lot of those SS officers. Look at, I mean, look at Goebbels. I mean, he's a good, you know, Goebbels asked me to do a documentary. He was a very good guy. He did very fair coverage. I mean, Goebbels <laughs> is more fair than CNN. He's a very good man. I don't know why these people say these things about Goebbels. He's a very fair man. No, like, he's a no, family but I think man. they're a good like, family man. He was a good family, family man. man. He's a beautiful family. I hit on his wife. Except for She's that part. She's a gorgeous of bl- blonde he woman. I mean, kids. just like them. She lo- his wife looked like Ivanka. I loved her. I, I, <laughs> Um, no, no, I think, no, I think there's, there's, I mean, I think there are people that like, you know, organizations, people that were on both sides are ready. Yes. Like sprung loaded, like ready to go. And so I think had the, had the verdict gone the other way, I think it it probably would not have been numerically as big because I, I think these groups on the right just don't organize quite as well yet. Um, right. They're a little more anarchistic in their framework, but they organize. Oh yeah, no, and, and so I think they're, they're going the yeah. other way. Yeah, but they are. I think they are more, a little more dramatic in, in some things, like like Charlottesville. Like yeah. like I think had the, the verdict gone the other way, we would have had a sh- we we looking at Charlottesville this evening. I think what we're looking at um, t- this evening is more of a. A kind of George Floyd scenario uh, where yeah. people are coming out that are genuinely good actors, but then it's just going to get crazy because everybody else is going to come out. Yeah, the George Floyd's a good example because you had the peaceful demonstrations with religious leaders, interfaith groups, different folks. You know, they go they they go home right, and you know after they do their thing, and then 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 the trouble starts. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, again, you even look how the January 6th thing is playing out and how that's being spun by different groups. Now, I, I think we're in a very we're – we're, we're in a, not a good time in our country. I, I worry about uh, – about, I just worry about a lot of different things. Can we pause for one second? Uh, I, I don't think we can. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to pause it. What do you need to do? I had to take my pies out of the oven. All right, go ahead. I'll just keep talking. Can you take them out? Because then we'll have a single. Hold on one sec. Can you take what? Just take them out. That's yeah, all. just check them and see if they're done in the custard. Okay, thank you. Bill's taking. We're in reality, <laughs> Bill World. We're in reality, right. Bill World right now. We're in reality, okay. Bill World. I'm sorry. Yes, thank you. I was making. I'm making pumpkin pies, and this was. This was so unplanned that I was in the middle of baking pies. The worst form of pie in the world. You don't like pumpkin pie? I, I uh, do you not like? Do you not like pumpkin in general? I don't like pumpkins in general. Well, that's it. Yeah, I don't like the pumpkin spice latte. I don't drink any latte stuff like that. But I do like pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. That's kind of that just reminds me of things. That reminds me of um, my grandmother and times past. And so I've made I made a couple of them. So we're actually Ugh. yeah. I like an well, apple actually, pie. Yeah, well, my um, you'll I'll give my mother regards because she 
that first uh, that first Thanksgiving after my dad passed, you you had us over for Thanksgiving. I did. I did. Yeah. It was a very yeah. nice Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, so let me say this. Um, uh, yeah. Um, on the whole, um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Uh, well, no. Okay. That's on the whole. Let's talk about that. We were talking about the. <laughs> we were talking about first before the your dismissal of pumpkin pie. We were talking a little bit of. You're talking about how. Yeah. You, you feel like what, you know what my, pumpkin pie is to you. What? It's when people bring up Ronald Reagan. Remember when our <laughs> friend Greg Strawbridge, we were playing, we were playing golf, and he made you talk about Ronald Reagan, and you right. hit your ball in the woods. And well, he said, you, "Don't yeah. make me talk about Reagan while I'm playing golf." <laughs> See, my, Reagan is my pumpkin pie. I, I just That's don't like pumpkin. it at all. Oh my gosh! Well, you know, it's like you. My uh, my golf game is is a thing of ugliness anyway, but. Uh, Brother Strawbridge did not help me that day at all. No. Well, no, Brother just, Strawbridge's golf game is not a thing of elegance. Well, no, but I mean, right. <laughs> anyway, no, it was, it just, him, the, the side conversations were made it even worse. You were starting to say about bad players and, and, um, and I, Oh yeah. Said, I think people, I think there are people that are just, that leverage these public events oh. to divide us. And so, well, I the, think the, the, this on, that's on both sides. That's certainly on both sides. Uh, yeah. And I think it starts with with um, you know with biased journalism. But well, I, I think it's even not even biased, cynical. That you know the viewer they get viewers off. They, they're feeding off of this stuff, and I think that's very unfortunate. I bring back bring back David Brinkley. <laughs> Just the fact. Oh my Give gosh. Yeah, as a kid, I, I, as a when kid, you say that favorite. now, it sounds it sounds it sounds like like I did I did intended this. It's like let's go back to Lawrence Welk. Um, remember Lawrence Welk? Um, well, the thing all I remember about the Humphrey and Brinkley that was so boring. You know, I remember about you know when my parents watched the news. I'm thinking, oh, this is so boring. But I miss boring news. <laughs> oh yeah, no, <laughs> no, I like that. I like that. Uh, uh yeah but no no yeah bring back Lawrence Welk that was yeah I, I saw a meme one time said you don't know what suffering was we had to watch Lawrence Welk on Saturday nights which uh <laughs> that's I I uh, oh the Smothers uh, Brothers that was I funny. saw a vid I saw funny. a video the other day when they were on HBO in like yeah. 1981 and it was Jerry Seinfeld's 1981 debut Jerry Seinfeld did a 10 minute set. He was so funny. Like I, like I'm just like nothing blue, nothing crude. Uh, he was talking about shopping and laundry, and it was the <laughs> funniest thing. And people laughed so hard. And at several points, Seinfeld just kind of pulls back, like he can't believe how hard everyone is laughing. No. By the way, bringing up Lawrence Welk, if you, if those of you who uh, want to go through our uh, our past uh, our past episodes, we actually played a Lawrence Welk clip. On one of our episodes, and we were doing the no, top- we didn't. Yeah, we did. Remember, we did the top ten Jesus songs, and there was uh, <laughs> they did there was a they did on Lord's they did not they didn't know what it meant, but they did one toke over the line. Oh, and- that's right, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so there's it's a catalog, oh, everybody. Yeah, By the way, we have two of two of our young people singing one of the new songs about Jesus. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> two of the young people. Two of the young people. <laughs> doing... One talk over the line. <laughs> and they're smiling. There's that great, like, remember, remember that great uh, Joe Piscopo 
uh, episode with Eddie Murphy where they're right, doing um, just, yeah, right there. There's a there's a problem man, problem with that line. The great Joe Piscopo episode, maybe the <laughs> only one where he does that ebony and ivory with uh, Frank Sinatra. And, and, yeah, he's yeah. like, <laughs> I want to do some. I want to do some songs that the young people enjoy. I'm thinking about calling the album. Frank does tunes that the young people will enjoy. <laughs> that may be the only time Joe Biscopo was funny, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's because like I, 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 Stevie, I love what you're doing. I want to call the album "Life's an Eskimo Pie." Let's take a bite. Well, Frank, don't you think some people would be offended? Who cares? The Eskimos don't buy records. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes. So at any rate, we are we are hoping for we're hoping for peace tonight, and uh, yeah, and pray please all of our listeners pray for peace. Uh, pray for and, peace, um, and yeah, and I, I hope it. I, I hope it is. I mean, I hope we do get peace. I mean, it's um, yeah, and justice yeah. for all as well. Yeah, and and these things are also, and also, I mean, you know, set your hope on greater things. You know, <laughs> like because right. these things. I mean, these. I feel like part of our, our, on all sides of the political and religious spectrum. I mean, people put their hopes in such futile things, you know, they're, they, they, these are not things, you know, we let these trials and things do our, um, we let, you know, idols do our identity work, you know, like somehow, like if, if this guy is convicted or if he's acquitted, then somehow all will be right with the world. <laughs> yeah, no, and that we're is wrong. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good week to be going into Christ the King. To remember that, that uh, for us, Christ is King. Uh, no one or no nothing else should be. So, peace, brother. Good, good doing this again. Amen to that. How about that episode of New Persuasive Words? Thanks so much for joining Scott and Bill. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and will join us next time. Till then, thanks for listening and God bless.